Welcome to the Boss Mindset Podcast, where we get real and honest about life and business. I'm your host, Jenny Tori, and I'm on a mission to empower ambitious professionals like yourself to unlock your full potential and create a life you love. If you're ready, let's get started. Six common mistakes bridal makeup artists are doing in their business while they're trying to get into the luxury market. Or you're in the luxury market, you think you are, but maybe you're doing this mistake so it's not getting you where you want to be. So let's talk about them. The very first thing is you may be showing all your work that you don't want to attract. So basically you're posting everything, like all the work that you do. For example, if you're a bridal artist and you're posting like baby shower, you're posting Halloween makeup, you're posting everything on your social media content. Basically, posting everything so basically it's confusing the market exactly what what is it that you're doing so you want to be very strategic exactly what is it that you're posting be selective of what you put out again you post on what you want to attract so the very first thing so you want to be in the luxury market you definitely want to be selective of what you post so the second thing is you don't really have a clear and distinct brand identity which means when you're in the luxury market you definitely want to be able to stand out amongst other makeup artists so you have to have a point of difference and how you do that is really like having a strong brand story and being exclusive your work has to be on point it has to speak to your idea client there's so many levels in your brand like there's so like so many things so i'm not gonna go into just about brand because there's so much involved but basically a brand is a perception that lives in someone's into your client's head anyone so if you think about just any brand, you already have a perceived conception of whatever. For example, Gucci, like you're in your head, you're already thinking like it's luxury and whatever. So basically anything that a person would say behind your back, just like behind closed doors, is that's what people are talking about. And the only way you'll know is just go ask. So my top tip on like figuring out where your brand stands in the market is go ask your friends. Go ask five or 10 friends exactly what they view about your work, your brand. How are you being perceived online? That's the best way to figure out where you're standing in the market. And that's when you know like where you need, because we're so in it, we don't know. So definitely go ask your friends, 10 friends, and then don't take it for granted. Definitely like write it down and analyze what is it that people are saying and ask and try not to be, you know, put your ego aside. Because whenever you have a business, you really, it's like you're in the service industry. And so you definitely want to listen to your client. What I'm saying is for your benefit to grow. Not, you know, negative saying, what do you know what I'm saying? It's just to help you grow, you know, say, hey, what do you think about my brand? What is it I do? Like, do you think it's confusing? Like, this is a good question. Like, do you think it's confusing? Do you know what I do? Things like that. Like, that's the brand. Oh, no, I don't know what you do. It seems like you do this and that and that, you know? So that means there you go. You have some type of confusion in your brand, which is not luxury. Okay. It has to be distinct. And once you get that knowledge, then you, you know better, right? You do better. I always say that you know better, do better. The third mistake is that you're failing to offer a personalized experience to your bride. You want to offer a personalized experience. I cannot stress how important it is that experience is where you do need to focus on. So how do you provide a luxury experience for your bride? It's not just the delivery. It's like the point, the moment she contacts you all the way to the middle of the booking and then the months in between and then the day that you provide service for her all the way till she walks down the aisle. So pretty much the entire process is experience. So you want to make sure that it's all on point is in the details. So like every email, every touch point has to be on point. And so let me share this experience with you guys. I think it's amazing. One of my brides, I did a trial 
on her last week and she was just sharing how she felt that from all the vendors that she has worked she her wedding is coming up in next month but she said out of all the vendors i'm the only one that actually made her feel that i care about her as a person and i have never done her makeup before so what it is is because of my touch points in the experience like in every email every my contact everything from throughout the entire process she felt like i cared about her and i really do care like because I put time into my system so that way I don't have to work harder. Like I already did all the hard work. So all the touch points are so sweet and to the point and it caters to her and then she felt like I cared about her. And she's like, yeah, I have not felt anyone that made me feel so, that want me to succeed in this wedding. And so I like, she was so happy. She said, I wish I could pay you times two if I can. So times two, like, you know, she was paying 5K. So for her to say times two, that's a big deal. Because that shows like it's not about the money, it's about the value I bring. And that's why I want to be able to help other artists to bring the value. Like sometimes we only talk with makeup and hair, but it becomes more to that. It's not just makeup and hair, guys. If you want to be able to be, really be treated differently in the market, you want to be filled with value, it's in the experience. Anyway, so this is what I help my students too, is helping understand and actually give them a blueprint of all everything they need. And while I give it to them, I have to explain to them why this is important. It's super important. So failing to offer any as personalized experience can really prevent a makeup artist from attracting premium clients because high-end clients, they look for customization, they look for high-end experience. Yeah, customized. Like even the makeup has to be customized. The work that you do, it cannot be cookie cutter cannot be cookie cutter so that's why it's super important that myself and my students like make sure that every work that you do yeah the client asks for that makeup look but make sure it's custom to them you enhance their features and sometimes we don't have that eye and so i have to train and teach that eye in the program it takes a little bit longer for those who have some type of resistance to thinking they know how to do makeup but i gotta be patient but then that's what the coaching calls are for is to help you develop that eye and you can't it's a skill set but you can you can't learn it like it's you can any skill set you can learn as long as you have a passion and desire to learn and get better you know and that's what i'm here for all right so that's the third mistakes it's not failing to offer a personalized customized experience all the way from beginning to the very end all right the fourth one is obviously not investing in high quality tools so make sure your kit is high when i say high end there's not need to be chanel gucci and all that what i'm saying is the quality that you use on your client it has to be sanitized, needs to be clean, and also needs to be make sure that it produces a result. So like sometimes my students will like have a bunch of brand of makeup in their kit and they don't even use it. And it's just like sitting there just to look pretty and it doesn't do any the job. So you want to make sure you get products that does the job and it's efficient and it works. I'm not opposed to like NYX products. Yeah, NYX. The only thing I like about NYX NYX is maybe like the brightening powders underneath the eyes and contour palette and that's it. Everything else is like, mm -mm, don't like try not to use it because it's not efficient, it's not effective, it's not consistent. So one of the things I care about when a product goes into my kit or is it is efficient? Does it consistently produces the result I need for each client? Every client is different, obviously. Like for example, tape shape. A lot of my students love tape shape. I love it for myself too. Maybe one color, but the tape shape color is not consistent. It doesn't produce great results on each, every client because it's super drying. Second thing, the color, the payoff is not that great. So you definitely want to get a color that, you know, concealer that, that will give coverage, but also looks natural, you know? So just investing high quality tools and making sure your kit is clean and sanitized, presentable is super important to in your luxury bridal kit. Okay. 
The last one is not investing in high-end marketing advertisement. I can't stress how important it is. If you want to be in a luxury market and you're high-end marketing, then you have to market. And you have to pay for it with time or you have to pay for it with your money. Like you have to pay for marketing because we notice all the high-end, they pay for marketing, they pay for ads because they want to get in front of more clients. Yeah, Louis Vuitton, Gucci doesn't really, mm, they still advertise, they're in magazines, they, you know, they do. They don't have like ads or whatever, like commercial, because they know that commercial is for the mainstream. So you have to understand where you market is where your client lives. So like Gucci and Louis Vuitton, like they know their clients are not living on, you know, commercial on TV. Commercial on TV is like for, you know, mainstream, like all of us. <laughs> So what I'm saying, they market like like in the magazine, whatever, you know, whatever the high-end people are at. So where your brides are at is where you're going to be marketing and paying. So for example, a lot of brides comes from Google. So you make sure, you definitely want to pay for Google, Google ad, SEO, pay for those because the return of investments come back a lot. Like it will come back for you to be able to see the results and consistent inquiry coming in. And so that's one way to make sure you leverage your marketing is making sure that you do invest in your advertising strategy, marketing strategy, and showcasing the value of your brand. So when I started my business, I did advertise on magazines. I did. I think, yeah, I mean, The Knot, and I paid for The Knot and another magazine. And I don't need to do the magazine now because I work, you know, I focus more so on SEO and, and website. But what I'm saying is it's important to advertise, showcase. So definitely you want to show your a point of difference too because not everyone is paying for advertising. And I'm not talking about Wedding Wire or The Knot neither. <laughs> Wedding Wire, The Knot, everyone, and the mama's on that page. So I'm not talking about that advertisement. What I'm saying is we're going straight to Google. Like a lot of my brides who come from Google and referrals, obviously. But you don't want to rely on referrals because that's not predictable. What's predictable is what you pay out, you know, when you put out, which is cool. And for some reason, the non and the wedding wire, those people there, I don't know what, I think he encourages cheap brides, like, not cheap brides, but you know what I'm saying, like, discounted brides. I don't know. It's just something that culture there is, like, off for some reason. But I do like it just because it has, a, like, great, an area for the whole testimonials on and things like that. But I have a subscription with them, but I don't really bank on getting clients on them. I usually just send them to my students. So you definitely want to invest. That's my key. Like, if you don't invest, then you don't get nothing back. That's just how it is. You can't just be entitled, be like, oh, I should have clients sitting in my chair. Or, but that's not how it works in business, boo. Like, you have to, like, I have to pay for my students, you know. I still pay for my brides. Like, I do. I, I pay for SEO still. I pay for my ads to get in my program in front of you guys so that you guys know that I'm serious. Like, I want to be able to help. I'm coming from a place and a mission to be empowered and help makeup artists to have a sustainable thriving bridal business because I know the struggles of having it and, and attaining it and I want to make it a lot easier for you guys to have that bridal dream because I noticed so many makeup artists do it for years years like 10 to 15 years and just stuck in like this circle and so it's like I want to be able to help and so I mapped out my complete program and my students like I got a message today from one of my students She's like, she's getting inquiries and she's getting messages and she's getting bookings. And she's like, Jenny, I cannot thank you enough of how amazing the program is. And she's like, it's pure gold. And I was just sharing her house. Like, I'm working on my message to be able to get in front of more makeup artists, you know, to help them. And she's like, you'll find them and that, you know, they're just missing out on this pure gold. 
go to me of like knowledge and wealth and like just moving the needle. Like, you know, one of my students, she never had any experience in doing bridal at all and not experience doing makeup, but she did invest in like spending time at Sephora, like two to three years thinking that she'll become a makeup artist. There's so many misconceptions, which I'm going to go live on that because I feel like there's a lot of misconception of makeup artists thinking that maybe if they go to cosmetology school, I'm going to rent now, I'm, I'm going to rent. But if they go to makeup artist school or they go to cosmetology or they work at Sephora, automatically become a makeup artist. You can be a makeup artist, but automatically have a business. But it doesn't work that way. You know, like business and marketing and branding is a skill set that you either have to learn or you have to pay for someone to help you with because it's a skill set. You know, just like makeup and hair is a skill set, these elements are skill set too. And through the years, I honed on that, you know, and I built it for myself. Yeah, I held a J Tour makeup. You can go follow that page. I was talking to one of prospects earlier, like she's one of the followers and she's interested in programs. So she's going to talk to her fiance about it. And she knows she needs it because she's been working on her business for 14 years and it's like still stuck at charging 200 and don't know how to get past that. 14 years is long, boo. Like it's too long. So that's why I come in. I was talking to her and she's from Australia. Yeah, Australia. And you know how she found me? through podcasts. When you search bridal, my podcast pop up in the past before I changed it. Remember I pivoted, guys? Yeah, I pivoted to like experts and coaches. You guys have to go listen to that podcast because like, yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of lessons, more lessons that I will be sharing you guys later too. But anyways, the point is I'm going to change my podcast back to Bridal Boss podcast so that I can make sure it's searchable in SEO so I can be able to impact more makeup artists because talking to her just made me realize like what the impact I have on my podcast. Anyways, my last mistake that you are doing in trying to get into the luxury market or you're probably in the luxury market or you're trying to get into it or break into it is that you're not building relationship with other luxury vendors and, you know, industry professionals. So a lot of times... I don't know why, but a lot of us, we feel entitled. <laughs> like we just think, oh, okay, well, entitled or we feel shy or we don't know what to do. Like three things. Like how do you network? You got to network. Go network. Because understanding your why. So I'm about to tell you why you do need to network. Because when it comes to the luxury market, it's really driven on relationship. Relationship is super important, which is why building your network is super important. Brides who pay high end, they care about relationship. It's not about transaction. Remember that bride was telling you earlier, you know, she paid 5K for three events. And one of the things she told me is she knows that I care. She knows obviously is wedding. We know it's money and she knows that what wedding vendors, you know, obviously she's sharing that. She understands about the money, right? But she said when working with me, she feels like it's not about the money because she could pay me more, she would. And that's so true. Like, yeah, I'm charging more, but I'm really coming from a place of relationship and value. I care about my bride. I care about their success for the wedding, you know, like that's why I put so much effort into the systems. But I do all the hard work, so I don't have to do it. We keep repeating it. But it really just helps to streamline the process. But that equates to luxury experience, right? So going back to the relationship, it's very important to have a relationship with the industry, the high-end market, like the vendors, like photographers, planners, connect with them. Those who are on the high-end playing field, make sure you connect with them. And in order to connect with them, just like send them a message, connect with them. And if you don't hear anything back, just keep figure out what's going on. What is it that's holding you back? Like, 
maybe it's your portfolio you know sometimes luxury like if they look at your portfolio like and it's not up to par they may not like yeah that's how bougie it is but if you work and everything's on point they're gonna want to work with you you know and so that's why that's part of your foundation and you gotta work on your foundations like everything has a foundation guys even a marriage like you know me and my husband 19 years we have a foundation like if we didn't have that foundation we wouldn't still be married to the today i'm saying you know obviously we keep working on it every single day but i love my husband we love each other 19 the point is is like foundation is super important and your foundation is going to be your skill set and your branding but those who already like have a like strong portfolio i get it but if something's not moving your business sometimes we have to have an honest look at ourselves go ask your friends please go ask 10 people who are not your friends random strangers maybe and just ask them like what do you think about my work be honest who ask for your advice to the public. You can ask, you can ask me too. But sometimes we, we don't like to hear what we want to hear, but sometimes you need to hear by five to 10 people to like get in your head. Like, okay, you know what? I need to go back to the drawing board and get things. You know, I was listening to this podcast by The Game by Alex Homosi, and he was just talking about how important it was and how people are not fully self-aware of like the gaps and links in their business. So if something's not working or something, if you're not moving up, if you say stacked in your business, because when it comes to business, you have like different levels of growth. You have like the next, next. And a lot of times makeup bars will stuck it here like $500 a week. And they know they can be making more, but they stuck on like, uh, I should be feeling grateful for now. Or they don't want to grow, you know. But reality is you can grow. It's just because you just have this mindset like, you know, I should be having $5. I'm not going to grow. And that mentality of not wanting to grow is going to like sabotage you. Eventually, you will get played out. You know say you got to stay on top of your marketing. You got to stay on top of everything. Like if you know like all the big people anywhere, they stay on top. And I stay on top of mine too. Even though like, yeah, I'm successful and all that, whatever. But like, boo, I'm working still. Like 9.30, I'm still working. I'm talking to you guys, trying to help you. And yeah, I'm talking to my bride too. Her wedding's coming up this weekend, next weekend. So I'm serving two type of clients. You know, I have my brides and I got you guys. Anyways, the point is I work and I enjoy it. Like I do love, like I love what I do and no one can stop me. So yeah. Anyways, those are like six things that common mistakes that are holding you back from leveling up into the luxury market. So this review, number one is dumping all your work on social media and not being strategic about it, about your ideal client. If you want to attract an ideal client, maybe you want to be able to attract a certain type of client. If you want to attract her, but then you're posting all this random Halloween stuff, then boo, like, it's not going to work, okay? And number two, if you're failing to, like, not develop a clear, distinct brand identity, your brand, positioning in the market. Because when you're a luxury brand, there should be no mistake in a person's mind that you are luxury. And calling yourself luxury, that's not, this isn't good. <laughs> doesn't cut it boo like you have to go ask everyone around hey do you think i'm luxury like and they'd be like oh do you get that answer it's like it's a no just work on it just because you hear a no does not mean you don't need to work on it okay it just means you got working on it just, that's it you know and don't get your feelings hurt about it because when you're in business you always have to keep growing 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 all right okay and the third mistake is you're failing to offer personalized experience customized experience personalized makeup if you're doing the same eye makeup look on every portfolio you do, that's not. And then also another thing is your system, your operation. From the beginning to the very end, the whole thing needs to be personalized and good for her. Okay. The fourth mistake is not investing in high quality products and tools. And no, don't paste your 10000 kit and just assume that, you know, brides should be paying a lot of money for you. I'm telling you, brides don't care 
that your kid costs 10000 okay? They care about the results that you're giving to them. They care about the way you treat them. They care about how you cater to them, okay? They don't care about your $100 Gucci powder in your kit, you know what I'm saying? The fifth one is not investing in high-end marketing and advertising or just not having a strong marketing and also branding. Make sure you have to pay. They cannot just expect free clients just popping out everywhere. That's not how business work. Business pay for clients. You just got to pay for it so you can get in front of people. All right. And then the last one is you have to build relationship with other vendors who are in the luxury market professionals, anything like that. You definitely want to have a great way to be able to communicate with them. And if they're not communicating with you, then just keep working around to get through, you know. But the thing is, you have to build a relationship. You can't just go going in thinking like, hey, you owe me or I, you know. You can't go in there thinking that I'm going to get client as soon as I network with somebody. It doesn't work that way. You have to go with the intention to be able to bring value. Like, hey, how can I help you? For example, as a planner, you know, like if you're trying to get into a planner, hey, can I do your makeup for your branding photo shoot, whatever, and connect with her that way and give it to her for free, you know? And so that way, maybe if she loves your work, but don't expect her to give you clients, she's going to do it on her own, you know? Or maybe we could do a collab photo shoot with photographers and just do the makeup for the model and to help him with his portfolio, something like that, you know, just to help build relationship. So failing to network and build relationship with other luxury vendors and industry would just basically limit your opportunities for growth and success. So you definitely want to be able to leverage that. All right. So that's my last tip. And I think that's it, guys. I hope you have any questions and I'll see you guys later. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode like I did. If you love it, please do me a favor. Rate and subscribe and share your story. Tag me on IG, genitory.ceo. Keep pushing forward with grit and grace and never stop believing yourself. I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care.